Another door splintered closer, and there came a harsh, commanding voice. Every doorway, every building. I don't want a Trojan squadron coming up our backsides because one of you troglos missed a house. Now move. Move. I sat up. That was no drunken guardsman. He was speaking Greek. Sweat started from my brow. It's too late. They're right across the lane, Mella whispered frantically. They're checking everywhere. They'll be up here in a moment. Alexei, we need to hide. I shook off my panic and peered around the darkened room. Three years of poverty had forced us to sell nearly everything we owned, leaving only a small corner table and the battered tripod and pot we ate from. Nothing to hide us. I glanced at the window, but could hear soldiers right below. As my hand brushed our tattered blanket, I had an idea. Rolling off it, I darted into the corner behind the door and pulled the blanket over my head. Mella, under here! The moonlight from the window didn't reach this far. If we were lucky, they might overlook a shapeless lump in the corner. Mella gave a quick nod, but ran to overturn our tiny table and wrench a leg off the stool. As a clatter of brass-nailed sandals came from the stone staircase outside, she snatched up her small dagger and dashed over to squat beside me. I tugged the blanket over our heads just as two Greek soldiers burst through our door in full battle armour, exploding into the room like huge bronze bulls, ripping the heavy door from its leather hinges. It smashed down across my bare toes and I clenched my teeth to choke off a scream. The two soldiers prowled around the room, the brass inlays clanking on their leather-stripped skirts. Through a rip in the blanket's coarse weave, I could see a smoky tallow torch in the first soldier's hand. They peered around suspiciously by its flickering light, their eyes black pools beneath their bronze helmets. I was too frightened to breathe. We'd all heard the stories of what the Greeks did to their prisoners. Struggling not to cough as the oily smoke caught my throat, I reached over beneath the blanket and clutched Mella's hand. Her fingers gripped mine hard. The second soldier kicked the broken stool, sending it crashing against the rear wall. Copros, he cursed, glancing at his companion. Didn't I say it would be empty? Let's go. He stalked out and clattered noisily back down the steps. The soldier with the torch glared around for a moment before heading for the door. I felt a surge of hope. Too soon. His foot stamped down hard on the door as he left, crushing my smashed toes further and sending a fresh bolt of agony through my foot. He spun toward us at my gasp, thrusting his smoking torch into our darkened corner. Malantha didn't hesitate. Throwing off the blanket, she leapt to her feet, leaving me hidden. Don't kill me, she called out, drawing her slender frame up tall and straight. She swept her hair over her shoulder with one hand, as the other gestured urgently behind her back for me to stay still. Uncertain, I hesitated. The soldier stepped back in surprise, his hand leaping toward his knife. His helmet tilted as he looked her up and down in a thin shift, and a noise escaped from deep in his throat. Hey, Tarkis, he called out the door. You missed something. 
In a single swift motion, he reached out and threw her over one armoured shoulder, then set off through our shattered doorway, Melantha dangling across his back. As he carried her out, I saw her hand slip into her tunic. Ignoring the stabbing agony in my foot, I scrambled out from beneath the heavy door to hear a shriek from outside. Halfway down the stairs, my sister was hanging off the soldier's back, bronze dagger in her hand. Blood spurted from a wound on the back of his thigh, spattering the pale stone with droplets that glistened black in the moonlight. Filthy cooner! he shrieked. I'll kill you! He dropped his torch, grabbing her with both hands to hoist her above his head. She snatched at him, but he shook her off easily, his helmet tearing free of its strap and clattering down the steps. As I started down toward them, the dagger in her flailing hand slashed across the side of his neck, opening a long, dark gash.